Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Ordinary People Podcast, where ordinary people talk about ordinary things. My name is Kim with my co host Andrew, and today we have no guest. We should have gotten a guest, but. Yeah, it's okay. But it's okay. We kind of. Both, both of us were quite busy this week, actually. Mm-hmm. I mean, we didn't say. We weren't. We actually didn't talk to each other that much this week. It's because we were so busy. I was busy getting spray tanned. Yeah. <laughs> it looked so bad. I looked orange in the beginning. I get. I mean, I guess that's kind of what a spray tan does to you. I mean, yeah. for me, it's I'm a natural tan, and my I know my parents aren't too happy about that. He was el natural. I'm all natural. Like I, I work out every day outside. I work I, in a bank inside, forty hours a week. Yeah, very so different. Anything I could do. But it it was weird. It turned out like super orange, right after. And apparently, there's like, it's weird how like they put you in this room, and there's a big machine that like talks to you, and so I go in there. And it's you know you take. You strip down your underwear basically, and you go in the machine. It sprays, you know, the spray tan stuff. So I go in there, and they were like, "Please put the lotion on your hands." I'm like, "Lotion on my hands? I'm not putting freaking lotion on my hands. Like, like what is this, right?" So I don't put the lotion on my hands. Oh my god! And and they're like, "Please place your feet on one and four. So you place your feet on one and four. It's like spraying now, and it'll it sprays you. It'll, you know all that stuff. And then you like flip and you turn to the side and stuff." I'm like, all right, you know, whatever, pretty cool. The next day, my hands were so bad. So bad. Like, they were, like, dry. It was, like, orange, like, in all the creases and stuff. It was. It looked disgusting. And so that's why you put the lo- you should put the lotion on your yeah, hands? Yeah, so life lessons. Everyone, if you're getting spray tan, put the lotion on your hands. It's worth it. Which is disgusting, too, because people, like, you know, they, they look at my hands all day because I'm sitting there counting money to them. So they're, they're probably like, yo, why is this boy's hands orange? <laughs> Oh my god. Why'd you get spray tan anyway? And where? It was so it was zoom tan. It oh, was a dollar twenty for spray tans that day. It was like a deal. Oh okay. And my brother like usually does it, so I was like, whatever, I'll try Your it. Brother gets spray tans? Really? Mm-hmm. Yep. That would make a lot of sense. Because yeah, he's always darker than me. Yeah, that that makes a lot of sense now. Because mm-hmm. I always thought that it was just like he always goes out fishing. No, no, he's... He gets spray tan. He gets spray tan. So he's a white girl. Yeah, I mean, like, I think he does it with his girlfriend, who is a, oh. white, who is a white girl. So I... I mean, oh, kind of... if, if they do it together, then it's a couple. Yeah, yeah. But I was like, screw it, I'll try it. That's and funny. I'm like, it, like, I feel like it looks a little better now, because it's starting to wear off, but in the beginning, it looks so bad. I wouldn't be surprised, honestly. Because, like... I don't know, I, I always get uncomfortable when people tan themselves. Yeah. Like, like I don't understand what's the, what's the. It does look fake. Like it doesn't really look super real at all. Yeah. When they get spray tan, yeah, I I still don't even get the the point of like, the tanning thing. Like people just legit like lying there on the beach or like in the porch and they're just like, I'm gonna tan myself. See, I kind of I don't know. I kind of get that because you're relaxing a little bit. But like the tanning beds, that'll give you like straight skin cancer. Right. I don't. I don't. I don't get because I'm tan and. Yeah, you're like freaking another level of tan. Yeah, you're like that episode of SpongeBob where they got sun bleached. <laughs> right. I don't know. If my mother's oh. listening to this. I am tan. Deal. I go out every day. Like, what do you want me to do? Yeah, exactly. And do there's, nothing, there's nothing wrong with being too tan. Like, honestly, because because it's such a difference yeah. between like my normal skin tone. It looks. Like, I feel like in the summer it looks very good. Yeah. It, like, I feel like during the summer, maybe getting a spray tan is not worth it. But, like, the winter, you know, I get so, like, pale. Yeah. It, it just looks weird. Like, I look unhealthy. I get so pale. Yeah. I don't know. The camera can't see my my tan line, but... Oh, my God. Yeah. That, the, well, Andrew can see my, my, like, my tan line. And seeing my natural skin tone, and now, is... It's a big difference. And I guess... They couldn't really see it because, like, the camera, my lighting on my camera wasn't that good as well back in winter. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, it's a huge difference. Plus, we had masks on, too, and all that. You what? had masks on. I didn't. Oh, yeah. I, I was, was in my room. On. Yeah, that sucked. Yeah, I was, I was a... trying to talk in my broken microphone with a muffled mask. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. You, um, how did you? I don't even know what happened to it. It was just the weirdest thing. It was just one day it was working, the next day it's not working. Like the dial-up didn't dial it up anymore or something like that. It could have. It could have been that. 
like it could have been like you see here yeah like it could have been like loose or something so i'm trying to turn up the volume but it won't do it maybe i don't know well hopefully we don't have to deal with that ever again yeah hopefully up from now on it's just upgrade. Honestly, I, have... I i can't wait till it if if and when our podcast like yeah, sorry, we get like a sponsored by Manscaped or whatever. I know. As I talked to John about this, I was sponsored like, by Honey. Sponsored by Honey. Because Andrew and I were talking about this, like if we ever, if we ever like did the stuff, we'd be like those individual microphones. You put it just put into your mouth and stuff like that. Yeah, I think that is very like that happened. Very... Oh, what's the name of the podcast? Come on. One I think. Well, I know the podcast I listen. What's good? Uh, low, uh, the impulsive one had this, but his has table, so each one has like a mic stand right in front of it. Yeah. Uh, I actually really like impulsive. Like, I'm not a huge Logan Paul fan, but I do like impulsive. Yeah, I watched the one with the KSI in it. Oh, yeah, I watched like a little bit of that, but not much of it. I listened to the entire thing, and it's like those guys hated each other. Yeah, and now they're like, and now they're like friends. I, yeah, I wouldn't call them boys, but they're like kind of friends. Yeah, they legit just talk to each other and stuff like that. Had a humane conversation. Yeah, exactly. The the podcast is very entertaining as well. I mean, like, they're very good. Like with their, they're very well spoken. Yeah, they they can go on a, for a pretty long time, you know, having a conversation, and it's you know it's like very intriguing, which I think is you know part of Mike Malak as well. Mike Malak is a very good conversationalist. I love yeah. that guy. Yeah, that guy's. You know, during the case, I don't want to say too much, but during the case, I podcast a lot of people were like happy that Mike wasn't there. Oh, really? I love Mike. Yeah, I was like, isn't Mike like so essential to that? Because I kept seeing comments like, oh my god, Mike isn't there, so Logan and Case I can actually talk. I was like, well, it's just because Mike has done so much. Yeah. He could be involved. Actually, I don't even know if I talked about this before. He wrote a book, which I'm totally trying to buy his book. Yeah. It's called like, what's it called? Mike Malak. I forgot what it was called. It was well, it was about his drug addiction. Like yeah, it was like when he became uh the fifth vital. Yeah, that's yeah. what it is. It's like uh like his story of becoming sober. I'm actually gonna I might order that like literally right now. But yeah, like he was he's had an insane life. Like if you ever watch the podcast that he did with Logan Paul, yeah, he's had an insane life. Like his he tore his leg because he got in like a drug scuffle one time. Like all this crazy stuff. He he was in the bad era. He was what? My mom wants to get on down here. Yeah, don't worry about it. Uh, I'll just I'll just keep talking. I'll just keep talking. So what I was doing this this week was um, I did a lot. I did a lot of stuff this week. Did you do the presentation or no? Uh, I have a presentation in the next couple in two weeks. Mm. I was working on the presentation though. John and I had this long conversation of whether or not um, of what would be on it because there's so much you could really talk about in a coaching presentation that like if you miss anything it could like lead to anything else. So I mean, we were discussing it and uh, we were like, okay, what we're gonna do is just like give a lot of loose end things and we're gonna expect the parents to ask questions. That yeah. Otherwise, it would be probably like a three hour presentation. Well, yeah, because you can go into depth a lot. Yeah. Like, I don't know exactly what they're asking from you guys in terms of the presentation. Oh, I have no idea. But you could be going into, like, certain kinds of exercises, how those affect certain muscles. Yeah. How that, you know, like, even, like, the psychology of sports in general you could go into. Right. We were, like, because um, the guy who asked us, literally, literally, he said, I want you guys to make a presentation about your training program over the summer. And we were like, okay. But John and I were like, that's very vague. Yeah. Very it's a very open it's very open ended. It's very a lot open of ended. Take it. Because usually even if like job presentations, right? Mm -hmm. You have you, you kinda know what you want to do. Yeah. Yeah. Even though it's more open ended, you kind you kinda like this is what I've been working on, this and this and this. This 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 sort of thing, I mean it's not it's very similar, but when our training program is still isn't complete and we do so much it's a lot and i mean you experienced it one day and yeah it, it wasn't even like that wasn't even like the full extent because you 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 
trained the w- one day out of the five days and the other and you just missed the other four days mm-hmm. so the, so like who is like who is the guy like what is his background like what does he do for work he i don't know what he does for work but i know he coaches uh the Chile line football team oh okay and i think he's and he's gonna start doing a camp for just like kids outside he's like a community coach kind of thing oh shoot so he wants us to make a presentation to the parents of the kids that are in his camp right now so um and uh oh so like try to get them to start running or start running or like start like understanding like because you know because football and track are not too different yeah they're both you both have to be in well Uh, actually you're a lineman a lot of sports (laughs) could actually rely on track stuff because and a lot of like a lot of parents a lot of coaching kind of like forget that Mm -hmm. like you need these basic fundamentals and stuff like that to get better at what you do. Like you need, you need the quads, you need the hamstrings, you need the quad, you need the calves, and all that stuff to build up. And we do a lot of that stuff in our summer program, but mainly for track. But the kid we were training was a football, as a was that football camp, and the guy's like, I need, I need to show this to my football camp. That's yeah, that's probably a good idea. You could probably go a lot of places with that are they younger kids they're trying to lie in so i'm assuming uh yeah they're probably like they're probably like eighth eighth or ninth grade eighth, seventh, seventh, eighth grade. Eighth, seventh eighth grade uh i'm starting to think because i was like i was thinking about it for a while i was like this is a cool thing but i don't think it's it'll open up a coaching thing for like high school you know? yeah i think the only way for me to like be, be looked at it from other high school like schools is legit training some of the high school mm-hmm. churchful kids that i have been doing i yeah i think the good that comes out of it is just purely networking yeah like you go to apply for whatever a coaching job or whatever and he's you know doing something he puts in good word he hooks you up with an opportunity yeah. i feel very good networking opportunity and just general presentation practice as well yeah because um i, w- I was because my coach my sprinting coach he used to coach for Churchville, but it was like a volunteer coach kind of thing because his son is a friend, is a friend of ours. Uh, well, it's the same grade of ours, and he mm-hmm. did track, so he was like, I'm, I'll just come by and help out because my, my son's also here, so I might as well help coach out because he used to run professionally back in Trinidad. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. He had medals on medals. Oh, my God. He, really? Yeah. That's he, where, you know the soccer guy, Craig? But I don't know him. He's like... He's kind of famous, like Craig Dunman. Yeah, he he's uh he always comes to practices for like the Rochester oh, teams. I, I kept hearing about him. Yeah. I heard about him. Yeah, he would always come to practice for Rochester teams, and he I think I I could be wrong. I could be totally totally wrong, but I'm pretty sure he used to play like for the Trinidad Trinidad team, and was like pretty good. <laughs> Damn, that's wild. They always have those athletes that pop. It's like, yeah, I used to run pro. It's like, and there's actually actually like proof of it as well. So they're not like talking out of their ass. So yeah, he used to coach us and he sure trail. And then um, he and I got closer because I was a struggling athlete. Like I, I was not talented, but I had the work ethic. Mm-hmm. And then I got the t- I got the uh, nickname Coach Keo. Once I graduated, I came back to help out a bit. Then Coach Keo actually kind of thing came back this year and i legit started to become a coach like it i like i understand the feeling of coaching a kid and seeing them become successful i understand the when they do a workout and you can see them like do something right mm-hmm. that they're struggling on i i finally like i got it got see, that's feeling. that's what i would like is like so that and business are very very similar things yeah. Like if you think about it, like a coach for like a, a you know a track team, an athlete is not very much different than like a manager. It's like you're leading, you know, you're leading a team, you're helping a team get better. So from that aspect, I definitely feel like I could like it. I want to coach like my like my cousin. He's like ten years old. Mm-hmm. I want to coach him for soccer. I feel like that'd be cool. Because then, because like so many people do it wrong at that age too. Yeah. Like they like yell at their kids like you got to just go out there and like kick the ball really hard. And it's like no, it's just just dumb. Like it's dumb. A lot of people don't don't coach right, and the people who do coach right, like Colby Egan, like his parents played Div- Division One soccer in college, both of them. The kid's filthy. So is his brother because rather than like 
you know, you, when we were 10 years old and our parents were like, oh, go out there and play really hard and kick the ball really hard. Yeah. It's their, their parents are like, all right, this guy goes up for a run. You drop in here to cover. You, you create triangles in the field. And from a young age, they're like, they're learning everything. Yeah, they learn, they learn fast that they everything like and the more they do it they're more eager to do it more yeah so the, the little the little kid drawing up training he doesn't he, he parts of him doesn't want to go to uh the football camp mm-hmm. because he's like i don't know if they're gonna gonna do much because because what drawn and i are doing is a lie Oh yeah, and, you're and gonna then, be like this is gonna be like it's gonna be cakewalk below my level, yeah. Yeah, because, like, you you could see it in his face every time he works out is like he's not happy with what our decision is when we're when we do the workouts. We say like, okay, John and I, John goes, we're gonna do this. I'm like, okay, and then you can see in his face he's like, I don't want to do that. I don't want to do that. That's kind of like you what you want when you're working out. It's like I don't want to do it, but you got to do it. Mm-hmm. that's the work ethic kind of yeah that's true that's how i was like for soccer mahoney would be like all right i'm gonna pump the ball out you guys are gonna go sprint to the ball and run back here i'm gonna do that like 20 times <laughs> i don't want to do it i don't want to do it jesus 20 times sprint down i mean it probably wasn't 20 times but it was a lot it all or we could do things called 10 20 30s which is like i don't know if you ever saw the practice fields for soccer yeah they're built in like they have like grids painted on them yeah so it would be like you sprint 10, which is like, you know, a 10 grid box, 10 yard box. 10 yard box, yeah. And then you sprint the 20 yard box. Okay. And then you sprint the 30 yard box, and then the 20, and then the 10. Oh, so it's, so, so it's like a, a grid box ladder. It's basically, it's basically like suicide with a box, yeah. 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 That's a, that's a very common track workout. Oh, really? Yeah. Because, well, we do it on the track. Yeah. Now we do a hundred meter, two hundred meter, three hundred meter, four hundred meter, three hundred meter, two hundred meter, one hundred meter. But it's linear, right? Yeah. So it's one hundred, yeah. and then, well, it's it, what's well, on the curve. So what what we would do is, uh, the straightaway, jog one hundred meter, then two hundred, jog one hundred, three hundred. Oh yeah. Jog one hundred, and then four hundred, and then we had the time. Since uh, when I did it for the high school kids, I told them you guys gotta hit a certain time because. We're at the sprinting stage, so I said, "Give me, give me the somewhat close to these times, and I'll be happy." So they just went seventeen seconds, one hundred, thirty-four second, two hundred, fifty-one second, three hundred, sixty-eight second, four hundred, something like that. I would love to see what I can run a four hundred in, because that's—I mean—that's a lot of distance, but that's not far enough where I would be super gassed. Like I'd be gassed, but it's—it's it's over quick enough where. I could kind of deal with it. I, I, I would I, love I to think, see that I could run I think you underestimate the 400. I want to run 100. I want to see what my 100-yard dash would be. Especially now during like Olympics time, too. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 I'm I scared to see what my time is right now. I really want to know. On uh, Tuesday, Thursday, maybe we'll do some 100s. I wonder if I could. Maybe, maybe. We'll see. Yeah, hey, you're free. I used to do a 40-yard dash. Like, you know they do that in the NFL Combine? The yeah, yeah, dash? yeah. We ran a couple of them at the soccer field. And that, I mean, it wasn't super fast, but it wasn't terrible. I had a five-second 40. Which... That's not bad. Yeah, it's faster than Tom Brady. I mean, Tom bad. Brady was never the fastest NFL player of all time. That, but that man is slow. I could say I'm faster than probably the greatest athlete of our generation, <laughs> even though I hate him. Every time I watch the football players, right, and I see the quarterbacks run, I'm like, bro, I can do that. Yeah. Just give me the give me the ball and let me run. It's funny. I'm, I might break myself. They look clueless when they run. Except for a couple of them. Like, um, Lamar Jackson, when he runs, I'm like, why are you not a running back? Yeah. Yeah, true. Oh, my God. I, I always, because running has changed a lot because you got a lot of soccer players that used to run like this now mm-hmm. and now a lot of running not a runners because of it. Mbappe is a good example of it he started implementing the sprinter proper form yeah if you if you see his form and like he only crosses it when he needs to de- defend himself because mm-hmm. that's how that kind of comes in because they need to defend themselves but when he's like just running and just getting the ball he's doing that proper form and getting that stuff i feel like for soccer, I wonder. So, like, you say someone's like on, you know, the other end of the field. You're chasing after them. I feel like this works better. Yeah. But just general running with the ball, I feel like you go like this, just creates a wider, 
radius around you. Yeah. So say when Cohen comes in to get the ball, you know, they could be getting hit with your elbows. They got more obstacles. And if you're, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I that, wonder. Th- this is definitely for the controlled portion of the ball. But when you're chasing after somebody, defender, or like you do a long uh, touch, then you're just running after it. This is probably yeah. like the best. Because this, you do, you do, you go side to side, actually. I know. Yeah. Because because you need you need this to get the defenders. You need this to quickly sweep. I, I I don't know. I don't, I, yeah. I don't understand too much about soccer to understand. But... I mean, it might not make a difference like this. Like this, this is definitely to block off defenders. That's, yeah. I know that for a fact. Okay. Because you need this to block off defenders. But I don't know about controlling the ball. You could probably uh, do this like this. I'm not too sure. Yeah, I don't. I don't really know. I'm not. A, I'm not a soccer coach or a player. <laughs> but they, they I, never like they never taught us how to run. They probably should. Yeah, that's that's what I feel like. Because um, when a lot of soccer players come to track, you could tell that they're fast, but their form is so bad. There's like they could be so much faster. Yeah. And then that that just for like defenders, if you had like a fast ass defender, they'd be like, "What the fuck?" Being a fast defender is probably the most like satisfying thing of all time. Because, say you get blown by, right? You know, the guy doesn't move; he's blow blows by you. Seeing someone just haul ass down the field and catch up with him is I'm like, oh my god, this is amazing. I I I saw I've seen that a few times and it's fucking amazing. That's why that's why we get uh that's why it's part of the reason why we're doing that presentation because football players you know well yeah football's you, a sprint you, you, you just have that that what's that guy the safety back there just going back here see the guy pass by yeah yeah well fo- football like I feel like what you said it lends itself to track very well because unlike soccer which you know you're running I mean soccer does too because you but it's very like you're sprinting you're jogging you're sprinting you're jogging. Yeah. Or you're walking, honestly, into soccer as well. But like football, it's like you're going hard, play stops. Going hard, play stops. So like sprinting, it's very similar to. Yeah, I mean, we we do do workouts where we're sprinting and then jogging, sprinting and jogging. That's actually like on a Tuesday, Thursday things. That's kind of what we do. we do interval workouts. We do a twenty minute workout where we just we run as like a good 90 percent, then we're jogging for a minute. Yeah, running. Then jogging, we do that for twenty minutes total. That's why they always a lot of the soccer coaches like they've kind of moved away from it, but they like the beep test so much. Where it was like, you you know the like the pacer test. Oh yeah, beep beep that thing. People used to love that because they're like, oh, you're doing everything. You're walking, you're jogging, you're sprinting. But they moved away from it now. Now they do the Cooper, which is like the two mile, two mile and twelve minutes. minutes. Yeah, I could never do that. I yeah, I never done it. I came close one time, but I never could do it. A two mile, twelve minute. That's so hard. Six minute. Back to back. I can't even do a one six minute mile, let alone back to back. That's a six minute mile is legit. Like, if I said that's the only thing I'm gonna do for the day. Yeah, but then doing two of them. Then doing two of that. It's so bad. Because I remember doing a six fifty. I remember doing a six forty nine or like a six fifty mile, and I was like. I was. I thought to myself that day. I was like, I could do a six forty, not not six thirty, and then I hear the coupe miles two miles in twelve minutes. I'm like, no. Yeah, I swear. Sometimes I'm like, I'm running. And I'm like, I'm gonna run faster, <laughs> even though I'm tired, because I just want to be done with this. <laughs> That's literally how it goes. It's like it's like a trade off. Like, all right, I could run slower, but I'll be running for longer. Or I could just try to you know sprint through this. I'll be gassed, but at least be over quicker. Yeah, that, that's a little bit of how we do it. That's all. That's that's how it. Because, um, yeah, it's, it's the benefits of working out, honestly. Mm-hmm. But that presentation, though, I feel like it's going to be a whole mess. I don't know. I would go into, I mean, does he say, like, he wants specifics as, like, what you do every day? Or could you go in and be like, here's what we, like, a little bit on what we do every day. Here's why running is important at a young age. Here's how it'll make you a better football player. He just kind of said, oh, I just wanted you guys to make a presentation about your oh, program. Okay. And that made us think a lot. And we were like, so I talked to Jerron on certain things. And I said, okay, we could just have like, you know, introduce ourselves. We could then talk about our general idea. Uh, I know we're doing a, a, a large portion of it is going to be like our warm up. It's going to be a warm up. Then what we're going to do is 
like our Black Creek workouts and kind of like say like, oh, this is a workout up the hill benefits, this workout up the hill benefits, stuff like that. Then we're going to do the track ones, workout benefit, workout benefit, workout benefits. Then our cool down, then our at home workouts, workouts, that sort of things. Mm-hmm. That's like the whole workout thing. Then we wanted to talk about nutrition a bit. Even though he and I aren't two experts in it, I know that's a big question. So we were just going to say like a small, what we know about it. Um, then we're going to say what to do with injuries because actually some parents, I don't know if you've ever experienced this with some parents with athletes because I've experienced some athletes or some parents who are like very controlling with their athletes. Yeah. And when their kids are injured, their parents, the parents just put them in. Oh, what? Like they, like they, they keep having them. Like they're injured and they're like, no, go back on the field. Yeah. They go back on the field. Or Damn. No, go back to practice. Damn. <laughs> Like ruthless, or or like say like. I don't know what your worst injury was, but say like your kid like. Like pulls a hamstring, right? Mm-hmm. And then, it's good for like a week. But then your parent goes, "Okay, you can go back, go back to practice," when the practice is like really hard. Yeah, and you With, without like full, and then they get, get re injured and mm-hmm. stuff like that. I made that mistake many times. Yeah. Because, like, I would get hurt, but then I'd also be like, all right, I don't want to miss practice today. Like, I'm graduating in a year or two years. Right. Like, I want to go practice, so I'll go practice, and then, like, it just gets hurt again and then again and again. Like, I had a problem. It was, like, it was turf toe. I had turf toe, and it lasted, like, a long-ass time because I would just refuse to stop playing. Jesus. Hurt my ankle one time. That That one I actually did stop playing, though. Okay. Good. Cause we, because there was a kid who also came by a training, right? He, he injured his hamstring, mm-hmm. right? Back in January, right? Mm-hmm. All the way in January. Same injury, from there, is happening now. At that point, I would be, I'd be like, listen, it's been, what is it, eight months? Yeah, just about eight months. I'd be like, I'm gonna sit this one out. Yeah, I, I we. I talked with Coach and Jaron. I we, we were like, "Why are you here?" Yeah, it's like, "Oh yeah, it's like my mom's." My parents said I probably should come. We were like, "You've been injured for this long?" He's like, "How bad is it?" He's like, "About a seven. I'm like, "About a seven. seven. <laughs> I was like, "A seven. That's the thing. Parents don't know sports. That's why coaches are important. Yeah, coaches are important. But sometimes, like, even they had a physical trainer, and their physical trainer told them the wrong thing. They said it was a microscopic tear. Like. What the fuck is a microscopic tear? Yeah. No, no, not a tear, a sprain. Oh, really? What the fuck is a It makes it sound like nothing. If I was a parent, right. like, yeah, your kid has a microscopic sprain. I'd be like, yeah, put him back in there. What the yeah. <laughs> and, but then he told us how, like, what the feeling was. Apparently, like, the pain went from his bottom hamstring to his top and stayed there. And then my coach literally goes, that's a tear. And I went, is that really what a tear is? He's like, yeah. They just like... Then he literally told us it was both legs. We're like, you teared both your legs? Dude, imagine trying to run with two torn hammies. Just Bro, we we were shot. We were like, go home. Yeah, like... Don't rest. Oh, shoot. I'm trying to turn my ring off. I just hit the other one. Oh, the thing, the thing with the Apple Watch yeah, with the, with the rear. Yeah, I love it. That's actually a sick feature, though. Oh, that's amazing. I have it for my keys now, too. Like, my keys... We just... I got this thing on it, the tile. Oh yeah. So it tracks it tracks where they go, and then say I lose my keys, it makes noise. It'll ring. Damn. So it's like mad helpful. Yeah, that's definitely. I need to. I think I lost my phone once, and I completely forgot about that feature. I guess it's so nice. I love it. Cause like I'll lose my phone, but it'll really just be like in my car, in my passenger seat, like under my bag or under clothes or something. Right. And I'm like, shit, I gotta go back in the house now. Now I can just be like, let me at least see if it's in the car before I go. Yeah, okay. in the let, me, let me see if I could hear it. Ding, ding, ding. Okay. Yeah, exactly. Because I remember I tested it out, and then I scared myself. I went, what does this do? <laughs> you know what's crazy? I went to Target today. I don't know if I should even... Eh, probably don't matter. I went to Target, and you know how like they return things? Yeah. But yeah, I didn't have the receipt. I didn't have the packaging at all uh-huh. so i went to get services i just so i bought a new one of these right a yeah new, a new bumper 
So I'm like, well, I don't need this one I bought from Target anymore, and I didn't like the color anyway. Yeah. So I brought it back. I'm like, yo, I have this. It's like the Hate It, uh, Hey Dude, or Hey Day on, you know, yeah. Apple Watch bumper. It's black, 38 millimeter. And she's like, all right, let me check. Let me check what it is. She checks what it is, returns it, and gets put $16 on a store credit card. I think I only paid like seven. Because when I bought it, I told the guy, I was like, hey, like, this one's 15, this one's seven. They're the exact same thing. Can you just like mark it down for me? And he's like, sure. So I only paid seven, but then got 16 back in store credit. It was crazy. That's how they do it at Target. I didn't have the receipt. So they had to just refund or whatever the current sales price was. Yeah. I'm yeah. like, okay, I'll take it. Yeah, I mean. Hopefully they're not listening. It's fine. I mean, the SWAT team just gets the house down. <laughs> I, the, the, the people at guest service in Child are, are sick. Oh, yeah, they're amazing. They're amazing. She's like, let me just Google it on my phone, make sure I can find the right one. Google's like, oh yeah, you're good. Yeah, they're they're sick individual. I that's the one thing I do miss about working. Now I do miss some things about uh, working there, but the ch- the child I guess services, like all all the people over there, I have legit no problems with, and they are legit like sick people. Yeah. It's and that's how you have to run a business too. Like you have to be super customer focused yeah especially now because you know you're what you're customer focused in the 1920s selling steel or whatever andrew carnegie rockefeller no one cares like no one was customer focused at that time but now everyone is super customer focused whereas if you're not customer focused obsessed with your customer someone else will be and you're gonna lose a ton of business right you know it's, you know, there's always so many people out there that are so dumb as customers, right? Oh, you yeah. Just, you just want to slap the shit out of them. Mm-hmm. You just go and go like, shut the fuck up. Some of the people that come into the Y, I'm like, guys, <laughs> come on. You know, like some people without a receipt, they'd be like, like you and stuff like that. If if you if they couldn't do anything about it, what would you do? If what? Oh, if you couldn't do anything, but like if you can't return it? Yeah. I would just be like, listen, I'm sorry it doesn't come up with my system. It's not going to be returned. No, no. Like, if you were the customer and oh. say, like, they couldn't do anything about it. It's like, sorry, we, without the receipt or anything like that, it's been really, really difficult for us. We won't be able to find the item. What would you, how would you react? I would just be like, all right, like, well, whatever. Thank you. If it was super, like, say I bought, like, I don't know, like, say I bought, like, an $800 iPhone and I wanted to return it. And they were like, no, we can't return it. But I then I'd be a little, you know, upset if it was, like, $800 item. But. You know, twenty, thirty dollar item. It's like whatever. I bought it. I have it here anyway. They'd be there. Legit, be some people who would, are upset that something small would be like unrefundable or like because they don't have something. I'm like, relax. He's like, please get the manager. I'm like, okay, care. Yeah. And it's, then it's always the best when like so our manager she'll lifeguard sometimes. So, you know, so we're like, I want to talk to the manager. She's like, I am the manager. <laughs> That's always the best. <laughs> I, I love it when they're like, bring the manager. I am the manager. Then bring someone, some other manager. Bring, your, bring me your manager. My manager's like across the country right now. <laughs> my, my manager is ter- currently talking to the CEO. So relax. It's like, you want to talk to uh, the head of the YMCA, the CEO of the YMCA? Go, go ahead. Go ahead. He's over in um whatever wherever he lives. I don't know. So I would love to talk to him. Okay, have a nice drive. Yeah. I will. Jesus, people are so dumb. I had I legit got a, had a rant on uh like stream chats yesterday. Mm-hmm. I didn't rant at my stream chat. I ranted at the general uh consensus of stream chats because people just frustrated me. Oh yeah, I can imagine. I uh, there was a stream yesterday that uh, a streamer that I watch. He was, this this guy like the most wholesome guy out there, very nice. He literally said on stream many times, uh, "I I need two people to join me right now just to quickly run one match because after this one match, I have to go. I just kind of want to show you guys the map that's in this for this activity, and then I have to go back to work." Mm-hmm. And everyone was like, "Okay." So the two people join in, and there's this guy in chat that says, I can't join. Never mind, he only answered two people, and the two people already joined in, so it's the, the lobby's full. 
the guy keeps saying, I can't join. And we're like, yeah, he's full right now. There's like, then the, then the guy asked, what's the join code? And it's like, what's the command for join code? There's a moderate, a moderate legit put the, did the command for him. Mm-hmm. It's in, it's in there in chat. And the guy's like, what's the join code? Like chill out, buddy. He's got people right, playing right, right now. Right there. Yeah. And then the streamer and the streamer is like playing his thing. He's and then he's like, oh, don't worry about it, my guy. Uh, maybe next time I pl- I, I play with you, I I just have to go to work right after this. And the guy's like, can I join? What's the join code? What's the join code? <laughs> and my friend who's a moderator was just getting frustrated. So I, this guy's I, just crazy. Just I was like, gotta play. I'm like, do you not listen? Do you not read? Yeah, I know. People just don't understand. Like when I'm, with some I've, I've some chats have act, some people have actually come to my chat and like asked me to play with them. And when I say, sorry, I'm doing a solo playthrough. It's, it's in my title. I'm not gonna give. Yeah, I'm not you, gonna. I'm not gonna whole. give you an exception when I've denied other people like that when I'm doing a solo playthrough. Mm-hmm. And uh, the guy was like, "But you're in the lobby by yourself." I'm like, "I know." Yes, it's, it's solo, a solo playthrough. playthrough. <laughs> Exactly, like you literally just proved my point. <laughs> you literally just proved my point. He's like, and I, I also I don't I didn't pay for the online services for the Switch, so that's another excuse for me to play solo. He's like, oh yeah, but you can literally do the seven day trial. I'm like, <laughs> again, refer to my first point. Yeah, it's a solo playthrough. <laughs> people are crazy. <laughs> like, I also feel like I have to explain to whoever's ever watching why I'm itching so much. Because we talked about my coffee addiction. They're probably thinking, like, oh, he's going through withdrawal. No, I got eaten alive by mosquitoes the other day. Jesus. Like, I got one, two, three, four. Actually, I was wearing pants. I'm good there. Five. <laughs> Where'd you go? Uh, fishing. Oh, So, some neighborhood sense. pond. It was just literally loaded with mosquitoes. That would make sense. It was so bad. The fish were huge, though. You want to see it? I'll show you the fish my brother caught. This thing is... Oh, I, was that the one I, he caught on Instagram? Oh yeah, this one. Yeah, that was massive. Freaking that was massive. Fuck. I don't. It, you guys can't see it, unfortunately. You think we'd even? Probably could, but call your mother. Call your mother. Yeah, there it is. Got a big old fish. Oh, can we say? Can we talk about that thing? What thing? Wisdom. Um, I don't know. I don't know if we could talk. Well, the thing is, it's publicly announced, and we even publicly announced. Then we probably could. I I really have no idea uh, how it we, works. I I don't know. We'll we'll. I'm just gonna say something if we get in trouble. Um, I mean, it's the app. It's legit. Okay. New app. Well, it's a new. There's a new app that Andrew and I have been invited to, uh, become top mentors in. I don't know if you signed up yet. No, I haven't signed up. Okay. I gotta do that. Uh, I am currently signed up for it. Uh, Andrew has to take a time. He had busy, busy schedules. I just have to fit in my schedule. So once he finds time, so um, just a quick promo for the app. Um, it's not out yet. It is still under construction. Mm-hmm. And uh, Andrew and I were invited to be top mentors. So that means that he and I will. There will be certain segments whenever we go live that we will be live with you. You can ask us live questions or anything like that. So if you have college questions like that, live live questions or like something like that. Like even though we're young, some of us we've been we've been through some things and some people younger might need We got some, some experience. Gui- we got some experience. some experience. Some guidance, stuff like that. Or like even in college, because like life in college can be quite difficult. Like like oh in school someone's like, oh I'm in a workplace. It's just I'm, in a, I'm not in a great place right now. It's just sometimes you just need outside opinion. So Andrew and I will be on that eventually once the app is launched. And it does seem like a pretty interesting idea. I, lo- I like how they connect to LinkedIn. That's what I heard. I'm yeah. like, okay, this is really cool because people go to LinkedIn and they'll cold message recruiters or cold message like professional people. And like if you could, you know, they don't always respond to you. I mean, sometimes they do. Hopefully they do, but they don't always respond. So if you could go to like, an app and get career advice or whatever it is that you need yeah that's pretty valuable career advice career advice life advice um wellness advice just men- mental advice like how to like chill with anxiety anything like that that would be that's like a good place because you could probably see like oh this guy's in linkedin oh this person's a 
a business major but also does a podcast i want to know how he does that or like oh this guy's a streamer uh a, a podcaster a, a physics major like how does he balance all of that without stressing out mm-hmm. it's like you you might see someone who's a youtuber and also full-time grad student as well it's yeah. like i i wholeheartedly believe that people don't ask enough questions in life in general they don't just because like i mean even us like it's not like we're like extraordinary but we have a lot of life experience that we've done yeah and we're like we're 20 so even if you go into like i don't even know like like a bank or something i don't know where i work the first thing that comes to my mind but there's people everywhere with so much like life experience behind them and people don't ask good enough questions. Like every time I get in front of like, you know, one of the people in KeyBank or like just any type of professional meeting we're doing, it's like people will be like, okay, so like, what do you do day to day? Which like, it's, you know, it's a cool question, but you people like there's, you could ask so much better questions. Like, why do you get up in the morning? why did you pursue this career? Like what is actually motivating you to do the stuff you do day in, day out? Like, there's a lot of, like, wisdom out there. People just don't ask. Yeah. Everyone is, like, everyone is, you know, got years and years of life behind them that just stays locked in their own head. Yeah. People don't ask enough questions. As much as we are 20, like, comparative to, like, high school kids. Like, if high school kids asked us questions, we'd actually answer a lot. Yeah. That's, like... Like, that's how it is. Like, 20-year-olds, they should be asking the 30-year-old, the 40-year-old a ton of questions. And the kids who are younger should be asking us questions. Yeah, literally. And the wisest ones are the ones who've been alive the longest. Right. Or stunned the most. Or yeah, experienced exactly. the most. Or biographies, too. I just started reading Elon Musk's biography. Uh-huh. There's so much value in that stuff. So, please. Yeah, we got a little off topic. It's fine, little, right? but please. Ask questions and check out the wisdom at once it's released. Yeah, we'll probably we'll be there. We'll announce it on our Twitter, Instagram, whenever uh, the app is released. And yeah, the wisdom app is should like, be should be cool. Yeah, I just remember speaking, tangenting off the tan- uh, the wisdom thing. I remember giving one of the high school one of the high schoolers she was going through some stuff, and I was like put off the side and I talked about some shit. She's like, wow, <laughs> she felt better. She just felt like hell of a lot better after. I saw the shit after I like just talked to her because I was yeah. like, because I twenty is not old, but I'm still young, I'm very young, and just being able to pass advice like that, it's like yeah, exactly. When you when weird. you gain knowledge on a topic or you've gone through something, being able to help someone go through that same thing is very rewarding. Yeah, which is like again, it's coaching too. It's like hey, I. I ran all through high school. Let me show you how to do it. Right. Let me show you how to get fast. All right. Get fast and eat. Not 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 eat ass. That is hey. the one thing about uh well not eating ass. No. <laughs> that, that is that is the one thing that I like. I wish I ran more just because like Jerron like he could eat probably like four thousand calories a day and probably be totally fine the amount of running he does or you too. Me I'm like. I mean, I eat 4,000 calories, but I, I paid for it. <laughs> I mean, I ate a lot yesterday. I'm in a, currently a cutting stage. Yeah. So I, I'm eating a lot. I'm in a, like a calories deficit. Even though not not like I really wanted to, I just it just happened that I just have to have a calorie deficit. But um, yeah, I mean, I used to be able to eat like a lot, a lot when I worked out like a lot like massively like what in college i used to eat like fast food like twice a week fast food is so good no i know oh my god i used to eat like i used to eat like the burgers at the at ub with soda and all that stuff mm-hmm. like all like every day and i'd be fine i had to practice yeah like five hours and i'd be like i'm sick as long as you're running it off yeah that's well, the thing though like i never started eating i never really ate fast food prior until before fall 2020 semester so like last fall like i don't know why i just started eating a bunch of fast food like people always want to go to mcdonald's or something and they're gra- we're graduating yeah i mean you gotta eat it while you can and then the other day i work right across from a kfc look at this freaking work of art is that any good i heard that was stale. 
I forget how, I heard compare. He's he's talking about the KFC uh, chicken sandwich, and I heard that like that's like comparatively like Popeyes and and Chick Fil A are like. Oh yeah, I would say Popeyes and Chick Fil A are better. Oh, but still good. You're saying. Yeah, but for like, yeah. For KFC, nothing really touches Popeyes and Chick Fil A. Those are like the kings of chicken sandwiches. Right. But like, I would say that's pretty close to second. I had the McDonald's um, chicken sandwich. I think I had the Wendy's too. I would say KFC is the best that I've had so far, uh, besides Chick Fil A and Popeyes. People were saying the McDonald's one was really good. The McDonald's, yeah, McDonald's one's not bad. Plus, plug for McDonald's app. If you buy the, if you download the app and you buy a crispy chicken sandwich, you'll get a medium fries and a drink for free. If you use the code, not a real code, and you get zero percent off, <laughs> you could get. Use use our code, not a real code, for zero percent off at McDonald's. For zero percent. The McDonald's app, and then you'll get it zero percent off. Mm-hmm. I, we should start just like making up the random shit. So that, I mean that why potential sponsorships are watching this and like, oh, they can plug themselves. <laughs> we can sure they're giving zero percent off. At least they can plug themselves. We we probably how many? We called out the cookie thing that. Yeah. We called out the cookie thing. We called out a lot of. Uh. Tile, just the thing for the. We were just a tile. We've been talking about our Apple Watches. Ooh, Target guest service. Talking about Target guest service. I mean, I've talked smack about Target guests, Target as well. So I mean, that evens out. Sure, yeah. What 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 other sponsorships? We've done a, I mean, we've done a lot. We've done a lot of free sponsorships. Not really like we they've contacted us, it's just because we've just said things. Yeah. And honestly. It's gonna be wild once we get sponsorships, you know. That'd be really cool. I don't know. I wanna. I I gotta start a business. I, I really have to start a business. What do you think about doing? Because you've been saying this for a while. I it literally blows my mind. I want to do okay. So my my new idea, which I actually think I'm going to pursue, is I want to start an online course. But so I'd have like my website. It would be an online course that you know first one I'd make. It would be finances, like how to budget your money, like what are good financial tools that you know help help you budget your money, how to build your credit, um, how to like start saving for retirement, stuff like you know stuff like that, and then I would branch out. So be like, all right, we got your expenses down. How do we work on your income where you're working? So how do you write quality resumes? How do you write write you know a convincing cover letter? Where do you find good jobs? How to create your LinkedIn, how to network and stuff like that. So I feel like I'd, you know, go into that and then I could even go into other things, just like random topics I'm interested in. But I feel like an online course might be a good way to start things off. You can make that a YouTube channel. Oh, I was thinking, yeah. So what I was thinking was having that. So like I would have paid content would be the actual course. Oh. And then have like free content where it's kind of just like me on YouTube, basically. Interesting. Yeah. That could be that could be quite interesting. It's a very low cost business model. It really is. It, it's high, you know, very high margins too, because you pay maybe about thirty, forty, fifty dollars for really good, like online course subscriptions. So you you pay, um, to have access to the website that you build your course on and stuff. Yeah. And then, you can charge. I mean, especially now for quality advice and good courses, you can charge a decent price. So you're, you're getting some pretty good margins for only $30, $40 a month. Definitely. My only issue that I see with that is that could pop up is if like somebody on YouTube that's literally just doing it for free but earning money from it just because of views. Yeah, that's true. That's that's the only It would thing. have to be a very thorough, very in-depth, detailed. interactive course. Yeah, I think that I think if it was very detailed and not like a YouTube video, I think that would be very good. Yeah. Just got to make sure that it's all. Got to do some research. Got to do some research. Got to make sure that uh, just like editing, pre- researching skills because I'm pretty sure you're going to be working on a solo for a while, aren't you? Unless oh, you can yeah. hire a, uh, an editor. Yeah, no, I would definitely. Not like we know I'm any editors start, out there. I'm starting yeah. Yeah, yeah. to, to I'm, I want to do the lowest cost business right now that I could do at least. Right. Because I can't do, I, what I realized is I don't think I have the capability 
of doing 40 hours a week for the rest of my life if that's the only thing I do. Like if I had a business side hustle, you know, then it would be better. But I need some type of business, so I'll, I'll be... You, you always need a side project. You can't yeah, just be doing one exactly, thing. Exactly, yeah. I think that's... I have to wash my feet. Oh, you're good. Yeah. No, I just don't want my... Yeah. <laughs> I just get yelled at. Um, because, like, I have a lot of side things as well. Yeah. I mean, like, I have my novel. I have my poetry book. I have too many side things, honestly. Don't do too many side things. Do... <laughs> Let's focus on a few at the same time. Don't do too many side things. Um, but honestly, the poetry book's almost done. Oh, really? Yeah, the reformatting's done. I just you, had to go you through You did the all the... Yeah, you did the reformatting? Yeah, I just got to do it. I did finish up the logistics. Um, I had to talk to Vlad's mom about that because she knows more about the logistics or anything, mm-hmm. anything like that. So, um, yeah, after that, we're going to start promoting that. That's crazy. That's good. That's going to be wild. But, yeah, just... Because doing side things is very, it's what makes you express yourself. Yeah, I think poetry is underrated. It gets a bad rap. People, you know, they read Shakespeare in high school. Most people are not at the age or the maturity level. They can enjoy Shakespeare. And from then on out, they just hate poetry. Right. But if you actually, like, take the time, you're like, all right. This, it's like, it's hard. It's kind of sick. Yeah, it's, it's pretty cool. I remember when Miss Courtney said my poetry, uh, it was like, it's like, comparable to Shakespeare I was like damn I'll take that (laughs) I remember it was like an activity in the like BAP English and it was like like these poems were from Cover House and the coffee house and some of these were from some of the things we read and then people were like I don't know these two or like something like that and then um when she was revealing the answers she's like don't be surprised if you got Keogh and Shakespeare's I, I wouldn't be surprised if you got Keanu Shakespeare's come confused. And I was like, damn. You start writing in iambic pentameter. I'm like, a horse. A horse. A horse. I forgot what comes after that. All I remember is a horse. A horse. To be or not to be. For, something for my horse. To be or not to be. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, actually, the, the length of the poetry book got longer because I had to legit reformat a lot of things. So mm-hmm. it fucking like, went from... 100 pages to like 135. Oh my gosh. <laughs> it fucking elongated because the uh, the formatting and everything like that. And it's, I'm excited for it, but I'm scared because mm-hmm. I push it off for so long because, you know, when, uh, I don't know if you've ever felt this, like you're scared to start something up or like finish it. Oh yeah, I feel sh- like that's how most businesses are. Yeah. Yeah, so don't time. fall into that trap one unless you know that. It's always, it's always scary to start something. Yeah, you start something, then you never finish it. That's how, like, the only thing I don't understand about poetry is, which I love, so like the Odyssey, I loved it, but those novel-like epics, yeah, those confuse me. Because that's just, that's too long for poetry. Like, if I, if I want poetry, I would prefer it to be a page or two. A page of, oh. or Shakespeare. Shakespeare's the only one who, in my opinion, can get away with like. But again, his those are like plays more than poetry. Yeah, yeah, plays more. Yeah, I mean, I have one poem that's ten pages long. Oh wow, really? Yeah. It, it's 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 my longest piece I've ever done, and I've never I'm never doing that ever again. I feel like that'd be tough. That that was the most I legit stopped writing for three months because that was so draining. So I can so I consider poetry. The espresso of literature, right? So, the <laughs> espresso, probably, probably the best thing I've ever said, if, if people understand what I'm saying. So, you have like your regular coffee, you get your big, long American coffee. Huh. You know, it's, it's tall. It's like, what you get from like, you Starbucks you or whatever? Your, your, your novel. Your classic That's your novel, your classic novel. Espresso, or yeah, expre- espresso is a condensed, high quality piece of coffee. So it's like it's like poetry where you have rather than your novel, you have a condensed, artful piece of literature. It's very condensed, strong literature. That's a, that's actually a really good analogy. Yeah, it's, it's the espresso <laughs> of literature. The, the the coffee addict did a good analogy. Yeah. <laughs> wow. I think it, I think it worked. That was actually really good. Yeah. Wow. Just. You, but the that, but what if you put too much coffee 
you don't too want much that. expressive. I think so. Like, what's what's good about it is there's a lot of emotion behind poetry. Yeah. But, I mean, you you can get the same amount of emotion in a novel, but you'll have to read through a hundred, two hundred, three hundred pages, and uh, really be in depth. Yeah. Whereas poetry, you could read a few words or a page. And it's as long as you can connect it back to yourself, you get the same feeling out of it. Right. Which I think is good. I think that's why my I'm scared that my novel is actually going to be really bad. Why? Because I, I I've never practiced the the character development ever. I've I only gone so, to the here's the feeling boom. Yeah, which not the here's eventually the feelings. Yeah. I mean, if you ever if my novel ever comes out. You'll find out that I really do. Oh, sorry, I just yeah. you. You'll find out I'm really like into the boom emotion. Then, boom, like I, I just surprised the shit out of you. Yeah, I, I don't know. Character development is amazing, though. Like the TV shows when they have quality character development, that's what's fantastic. Like Shameless, I don't ever watch Shameless. They do such a good job of that. That's what I love. Yeah, like it could have it could have a shit plot. As long as the characters are developing very well, I'm watching these guys grow up. Right. That that's what honestly I take yeah, I think anime has like the best character development. Because I think T V nowadays, like American T V and cartoons, they've done it so much and there's so many limited things they could do with reality. Yeah. Well so I don't I mean I don't watch much anime, but is the last Airbender considered anime? It's like the loose anime. So what's that? They've guy's Americanized name? it too much. What is the guy's name? The prince from the Fire Kingdom. Fuck. Yeah, the one with the scar on his face. Yeah. He had good character development. What the fuck's his name? I I remember it. Like I remember what it sounds like. I just. Yeah, if you said it, I I'd remember it, but I can't remember it. What is it? From. Ah, uh, Avatar. Uncle Iroh's, like, apprentice, basically. Yeah. Who is the guy from Fire King? It was... What was that? I can't remember his name. I didn't Zuku. watch Zuku. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah that's right. He had good character development. The character development is always, always great. Mm-hmm. Huh. Actually, but, now on my phone, I see John Green just released a new book. Did he? Which it's actually weird. It's, hun- it's nonfiction too. Really? Yeah, I heard about this. I just didn't know it came out yet. It's called. He didn't make a the love story. Bikini. I can't pronounce it. What's it about? I don't know. John Green, he, great his history teacher, but also very author. Oh, I love. I've read so many of his books. But people, people are like, "Yo, why'd you read that?" That's like. What Fallen Our Stars? Uh, yeah, I read Fallen Our Stars. I have no shame in it, but I read that. I read Paper Towns, Turtles All the Way Down, I Looking for it. Alaska, which Looking for Alaska is, unless you count Harry Potter, easily one of my favorite books. Really? Mm-hmm. That book's incredible. This guy's a very good author. Yeah, I, I, honestly, when I found out when I found how good All My Stars was, the novel, my novel was supposed to be like a love story, mm-hmm. but then... Um, I said fuck that, and I decided to turn it into a life story. Oh yeah. It changed from even though the like title is literally called "The Cure for Love," it's not really about loving other people. It's more like loving the life you live. No that's see, that's profound. And that moves away from like the cliche and the. Yeah, I I was initially like when I was first writing, I was like, I'm gonna make this a fucking cliche story because that's apparently how you get the movies. That's how you, that's how you make the money. <laughs> how you get the money? Then I was like, because that's when I started writing more and more poetry, and I was like, and a lot of things uh, that I write on poetry is about my life, and I was like, it just kind of transferred to the book, and I was like, I don't want to change the title because the title is so good, the Cure for Love. Yeah. But how could I change the meaning of the title, the Cure for Love? It's not just a cure for love. It's a cure for loving yourself, your life, your friends, your family. Yeah. So that sounds yeah, that sounds maybe a pretty solid novel. Not now it sounds decent <laughs> when I say it like that. Yeah. But the execution might not be there. I mean, it's all it's all practice, I guess. Yeah. It's my first novel. 
first novel. I don't know if I'm going to write one after this. Yeah, I mean, just do it a one, a one and done. It might be a one and done. It's, it's, it's a, a lot of work. I don't understand how, like... They, like, they have an agenda. The Lord of Our Rings? or Oh, my God. The Lord of the, of the Rings. Like, that's a freaking thick-ass series. Like, some guy sat down and wrote that whole thing. Yeah, it's not, sometimes, like, I think some publishers, they actually, like, okay, we need 50 pages by the end of this month. Or end of these two months. Yes. And the thing is, when you write, you lose track of time. Because I, oh, I can in, imagine. in study hall in high school, that's mm-hmm. actually a lot of time when I did a lot of work when I legit didn't have anything to do. I'd be like, oh, I have an hour. Go down, go to pay, go. I legit think of a scenario, execute it, five pages done, half an hour. Dang. Yeah. But I mean, then, but then you lose it because you lose it. So. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's, once you get a topic that you're like passionate about or a story you like, enjoy yeah you can go on forever you literally could that's why that's what we do in the podcast we that's talk about stuff th- we like we go on for a while and the, that's how you know we're friends we can legit just talk about random shit yeah the thing is i'm oh i i'm i'm excited for the next because i haven't even finished part one because my my, my novels technically supposed to be like two parts like first part is like focusing on the, this this portion of the second part is going to be focusing on another section um, the first, I didn't finish the first part yet, and I've been on the first part for about eight years now. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm about to, I'm about to finish it up. That's crazy. It's about to get, I'm just gonna let you know, a lot of people die. <laughs> I'm not gonna say who dies, of course. Such is life. Pe- people, people, I mean, honestly, many people who are gonna be reading it won't know about the podcast. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's also like, it's like Harry Potter. Everyone died at the end of Harry Potter. Did they? Well, a lot of people did. A lot of people did. Like, except for like the main three. Like, right? if, yeah, like if you think more like Sirius Black died, one of the Weasley brothers died, uh, Lupin died, Lupin's wife died. Wow, a lot of people died. Jesus Christ. I don't know. Like, they all got yapped. They all got yapped by Voldemort. Spectro Deathmo. Yeah. Honestly. Those are good. Those are good movies too. Those have a lot of character development because they were little children when they started. Right. And then they were like, probably yeah. like twenty something years old when they finished. And Emma Watson. Yeah, Emma Watson grew up quite well. Before. Quite well. Before Emma Watson was. Now she's. Apparently, I found out on TikTok the other day, which I mean could be wrong, that Daniel Radcliffe had a drinking problem during the Order of our Phoenix. Really. The Order of the Phoenix. I don't want to put R in front of everything. But he was like sauced during a good portion of that movie. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised because, like, when you grow up with fame like that, yeah, you start developing issues. But I mean, I mean, he seems like he's good now, even though every time he films, every time he films a bit uh, a movie, paparazzi always gets him in like the worst. Oh really? Because the, there's he's literally playing like a uh, like a really like angry character. Mm-hmm. So he legit has two guns in a rope and out in the streets. So he's filming a scene. So he goes like. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like there's guns out here and then the pop right took a picture of it so when he went on the tonight show jerry fallon's like what is this picture and he went oh my god i'm filming a scene of course paparazzi yeah, up when yeah. i'm filming the worst <laughs> it looks like i'm like angry like, oh, at the one's supposed to be leaked. <laughs> i love it i love it i love it oh i thought you had to go fishing oh uh, really i don't really know just later in the evening all right i don't want to we we, I mean, we had some good content. We got some good. It's very good short. content. It's about an hour. It was an ex, it was an espresso podcast. It was it was, it was a poetry it was a poetry con, uh podcast. There's some good some good thoughts in there. Very good thoughts, honestly. Yep. So uh, you are you gonna when you you thinking about starting up that business? Here? Yeah, I'm I'm considering it. I, I don't I, consider it. Do it. I'll show you what I built. So I built and. Or I could show you off podcast. Too. Yeah, we don't want to talk. Yeah, I'll show you. I'll show you off podcast. It's all on my phone. Definitely. So stay tuned for all the things that honestly we're about to do. We're about to be on the yeah, Wisdom big, Podcast. Big self, big self. We in about three weeks, four weeks, we're about to be back in college. So set's gonna be different in the next year. College is exciting. College. I about cannot to wait to go back. College is about to start up again. Uh, my projects are getting up to completion, stuff like that. So if you want to keep contact with us and any projects we're doing follow our social medias in the description if you're on youtube and anything like that like either way pod, apple podcast has a description right 
I think so. I, yeah, probably. Spotify. Spotify is the one that I don't know. <laughs> so uh, I think we could call it there today. Thank you everyone for tuning into the podcast. We appreciate it all very much. Thank you for listening. If you're on Apple Podcasts, make sure to leave a good rating. Spotify. Make sure to just like it and all that other things on Spotify. If you're on YouTube and watching the podcast, and make sure you call your mother. Yes. As this yes. pillow does suggest, call your mother. <laughs> the pillow's been in there for so long, you might as well get You might as well call your, mother, call your mother. Uh, make sure to leave a like on the podcast. Subscribe to see more things. I think uh, Andrew and I have always talked about doing more things on the YouTube channel, so stay tuned for that. Mm-hmm. Uh, make sure to share with your friends and your mothers and your grandmothers and your sisters and maybe your cousins as well. Um, and we'll see you guys next week.